Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, this is she, and tonight we are going to dive deeper into what's connected to the sacral region of the body. The past couple of weeks we've talked about the mother and how this is related to creation. And this week we're going to dive into respect and the father and the solar plexus, the connection to our emotional receiver of information connected to our father and connected to the sun, our inner life force. And we're going to reveal why it is so important to keep this center in balance. So without further ado, what we're going to do is we're just going to dive into a song by the album Leaf called Blank Pages. And what I'd like you to do is just with the music and their harmonics, they're such a masterful group, is just to sit and let's ground into this episode and think about your solar plexus, connect with the solar plexus, placing your hand on it. And then as you connect to that solar plexus, breathe in and out. And just imagine your life force and check in with where you're at right now in your life. Are you feeling really confident? Do you have too much heat? Do you not have enough? Uh, Where is the balance? What is your relationship with the physical sun? What is your relationship with the mountains on this planet? What is your relationship with your father? Let those roll over in your mind's eye and be really honest with yourself. We have to be brutally honest with ourselves if we want to move past some of these perceived obstacles. So without further ado, sit back. Let's just take a deep breath in, breathing up from the base of the spine, and then exhaling out of the mouth once you're filled up at capacity, Another deep breath in and out. Another deep breath in and out. And then just gently allow yourself to connect to the harmonics to the Father and see what arise in your mind's eye.
taking a deep breath, breathing in and out, and reconnecting to our physical space. And then just reflecting in this moment what came up for you around the solar plexus, around this region of the body that actually allows us to actualize that which we want to manifest in our reality. And there's so many treasures within this region of the body. And how do you take care of it? How do you honor it? And if you think about it, it houses all our organs pretty much from the heart down as your solar plexus. And it's a really important processing center so that we can walk around. So a lot to look at in this in this region of the physical body, the emotional body, the energetic body, the mental body, because this is connected to our pineal gland, and the aspect of our soul body. So if you connect right now and just jot this down, what comes to your mind in your immediately, and if you don't have pen and paper, grab one or just remember it. Mountains. Think of a mountain or several mountains that really speak to you, that hold you and feel as if they are a part of you. It can be one, it can be many. And just bring that awareness into your mind's eye and how do you hold that mass in your heart, in your being? How do you treat it with reverence? What does it mean to you? So as you connect to that, and for some of you, you might be a person that loves the snow, and you might enjoy partaking in sports, whether it's hiking, skiing, sledding, whatever it might be, mountain biking, swimming, all these different things on these mountains, and or you might just enjoy sitting there or looking at them whatever it might be, just connect with how you like to relate with them, what it means when you are with that mountain. One thing that I noticed within myself is last year when I was down in Guatemala, I was at the top of a mountain where I was staying, and some of the people that work on the land, they would walk up with, like, lots of stuff, and they would move with the mountain, never getting out of breath. They were one with the mountain. It was such a beautiful practice to learn how to be one with the mountain. And another dear friend of mine, he is from Peru and knows Machu Picchu like the back of his hand, many places that haven't even been shown to us. And whenever I have hiked with him, it's the same thing. He moves with the landscape, the landscape, and he meld. So this is a really powerful indicator to show us, do we try to charge the mountain? Is it a lot of work? This is a reflection of how we are connected to our solar plexus, which is the element of fire. Now, when we talked about the imbalances that occur in the sacral region, so if you're suffering from addiction, trauma, which pretty much we can say that this epoch with our society, we all on some level have been or are addicted to something and are in recovery or denial or neither. (laughs) Maybe we're just sitting and watching it all go by. But either way, with our mechanisms of how we operate through our society, with our 
our attention deficit disorder to even be able to have a conversation with someone for long periods of time, our attention deficit order to not be able to take in long bodies of information where we can only handle it in a couple minutes, and if it doesn't stick with us, we leave. We've forgotten how to listen. So with that sacral analysis of where we have to have areas that we can make peace with the mother energy, with the water energy that's very important to our existence since we're primarily water, then we're looking at the sacral region, which is fire, and fire keeps us going. It's our momentum. And in Chinese medicine, this is one of the elements, and actually in Ayurvedic medicine, this is one of the elements. And within <coughs> Ayurvedic studies, this is considered Agni, your life force. So very important region. And it's so beautiful because water and fire could actually uh, evaporate one or put the other one out. However, when they're in harmony, they can be perfectly in balance with each other. So tonight, as we discuss these elements, I want you to just really think how you relate to them on a day-in and day-out basis. These subtle awarenesses give us a big clue as to where we have a little area we can refine in or a huge area to refine in or realize, wow, I haven't addressed that and maybe it's time that I start peeling back those layers. Maybe it's time I open up that box over there that I never looked in. I find this really interesting when people are closed off from emotions or they're closed off from communicating about certain things because it's too painful for them. Now, we can get a huge indicator about this from this this location. So now you have your mountains that you're really connecting to, that landscape. And it's really important to have this in our mind's eye. These can balance us even if we can't physically be there with them. You have the mountains. Then I want you to think about how do you connect with the sun? Are you a fan of the sun? Do you get enough sunlight? Do you live in a part of the world where you can get enough sunlight? Or are there other ways that you can connect with the element of fire the color of yellow, connecting with your inner Agni. And can you visualize that flame within you? So right now I want you to imagine in your mind's eye that flame. And a great way to see it is this kerosene lamp, and you're just turning it up and then turning it back down, turning it up and turning it back down. In Ayurveda... There are three doshas. We have all three constitutions within us. And sometimes we have ones that are can become out of balance or predominant for us. Within Pitta, this is, its predominant element is fire. And typically if this is exasperated in your physical body, you might notice your stomach's descended. You might notice that you uh, are short-tempered. You have a lot of heat and feeling a lot of emotion. You've absorbed a lot of emotion. Well, the beautiful part about this is there's many things we can do to counterbalance that, but we can look at our physical body right now, and if you have a distended stomach and you've noticed over the years it keeps growing and growing and growing, that's no judgment. It's just an indicator like, wow, there's something going on with a masculine force within you. There's something going on with your inner life force, and how do we address it? So just note this, and how can we we create space to create some healing in this region of the body? So 
bring attention to that. And you might have come in this way. You might have come in a certain shape, and that's okay. It's a beautiful thing. The universe is just saying, hey, you're going to be this shape, and guess what? You have some work to do right here. You can ignore it, or you can embrace it and do the healing and become one with why that is. The other beautiful thing that exists right here is this the solar plexus is where we receive emotional energy. So this is, men are really good about this, and it's not by accident. This is the masculine force of the body, region of the body. Men, this is how they perceive people. They receive the information. They receive their emotions. Sometimes women, because how they're connected, if they have children, to their children is their heart and their womb, they don't spend a lot of time in this region. And sometimes they're so busy uh, transmitting uh from their pineal, their third eye, that they forget to receive. And sometimes that transmission is uh, creating stories along with forgetting about what they're receiving. So this receiver within our solar plexus gives us an indicator about what is going on around us, what's going on in the room, what injuries or emotions. That's why in a business setting, Oftentimes, men are more astute because they really tune in here, where women might be just up in their their third eye, their intuition center, which is where they transmit the information, and and they might miss out on this emotional center, or they might be stuck too much in their heart or their womb and not bringing balance to this region of the body. So it's really important to connect with this region of the body and understand what it's communicating and are you integrating that information. This is where we can house stress, anxiety, worry. So it's really easy to pick up when you're around someone if you attune yourself that's uneasy with themselves because you'll feel it. You'll also notice a lot of movement in them. They can't sit still. They're just not comfortable and um, in this region of the body. You'll notice that they have intestinal problems, uh, di- which will relate to digestive problems. They might have extra heat through the liver and the additional organs that go down into our sacral region of the body. So these are all indicators with us that we have an imbalance with our solar plexus, our father energy, and that we need to bring balance to this region, healing. So what does this stem from? Well, let's do a check-in right now. What is your self-worth? How do you feel about yourself? You know, that mountain, that giant mountain can reassure us, right? In the landscape, it can hold space for us. It creates space because it's so large. It ultimately has to have space around it. So if the mountain, you visualize it goes up to this peak, it has to clear the space all the way around it because of the natural structure of the land does this and you can stand back and look at it. It commands your attention. So it also commands your respect, right? The mountain is really tall. If you want to climb that mountain, you have to train. You have to get in good health and condition. There are people that will climb to the highest peaks on this planet and will risk their lives. People will even die to do this because they are wanting so desperately to merge with that mountain and understand what it means not to conquer the mountain, but to understand what it means to be the mountain. So check in with yourself right now about that. Where are you at with the sun, the mountains, your father, the element of fire, inner life force? I want you just to check in with that. 
Then, from there, what we're going to do is we're going to take another little excerpt uh, with a band called Beirut, Postcards from Italy. This is a nostalgic group They you'll hear when you hear them play. What I want you to connect with is right now, as we're having the deconstruction, especially in a patriarchal country like Italy, <coughs> it's a country that beautifully represents family but has a patriarch with it, so what I want you to do right now is connect with the patriarch within yourself and the nostalgia and the romanticisms coming from this Latin-based country and where you would like to bring in harmony between your patriarch and your matriarch within you. Would you like to obliterate those and bring them in union and harmony? When we come back, we're going to go a little bit deeper into the element of fire and we're going to talk about respect and how that is an integral key to bringing this region of your body back into balance. Without further ado, just sit back, relax, connect to the harmonics from Beirut, connect with what it means to you in the moment as they wash over you, and take your breath in and out. Focus on breathing from the solar plexus up through the heart and out through the mouth, releasing the breath.
that's how we realize. And it doesn't mean it has to be this biological father. He's the character on the set that showed up to help you with this. So bless that man. And if you have mother issues, bless that woman. She showed up on the set to help you master that. And so did all your siblings. I mean, I'm so grateful for my brother. He illustrated so many things to me in his lifetime about what it is to be a man in so many different ways. And that before we lead into the Chinese medicine aspect of this, the element of of fire, and as it relates to the masculine and its harmony within us, is I want to share a little bit about respect. And we have potentially forgotten how to respect ourselves. So if you think about some of the dialogues you might have about relationship with one another, uh, how you get yourself into certain situations and you realize, like, wow, I put myself in this situation and this person didn't really respect me at all. And why was that? And why didn't I talk to them about that? Or maybe I did and they still don't see that they t- they disrespected you and or a situation. And respect by design is commanded through the masculine energy, through the fire. So if you think about hot water or hot flame, (laughs) it commands your respect because you immediately know that if you stick your hand in it, it only takes a child typically once to do this. They might stick their hand on a stove and realize that that's going to hurt them. They immediately have respect for it. The same thing goes for anything that's hot, you realize, oh, wow, that's going to have an immediate effect on me. Where water, the feminine energy, is inviting. You see a big pool of water. It's inviting. It welcomes you in to regenerate and nourish. So the fields are different. Water is this receptor to receive you, and the fire is there to ignite you. And it does command a level of respect. So where we start is we can't change anyone outside of us. There's absolutely nothing we can do about anyone on this planet. The only one that we can take charge of is ourselves. It doesn't mean if you're in a situation and you know something is not right, meaning there's abuse or there's wrongdoing going on in your business transactions or you're not in integrity with someone or other things around on the planet doesn't mean that you can't jump in and use that that masculine energy to intervene. But to start with, how you'll have the power to do that, or the chutzpah, as my father would say, is to develop a level of respect for yourself. And how do we know if we respect ourselves? Well, how we know is a clear sign of how we treat our body, our physical body. I met this Frenchman once, and he said that he doesn't have respect for people that don't take care of their body. Now, this is a variable. It doesn't mean that everyone needs to look like an extreme athlete. What it means is, do you take care of your body? Do you put good nutrition in it? Do you get some exercise? Do you take time to breathe? Do you take time to commune with nature? How does your body feel? Does it hurt? Does it have aches, pains, or dis-ease in it. These are all showing us that maybe we didn't respect our body. Maybe we thought that we were invincible 
or that we didn't realize that in order to stay in regeneration process that we have to participate in the creation cycle of life with the five elements, not the deconstruction cycle with the five elements. So if you think about that, think about how do you take care of your temple, first of all. So that's a check-in. If you know there's areas to work on that, then that's where you jump in. Second of all, how do you respect yourself within relationship? Do you allow yourself to be walked all over? Do Are you in relationships that predominantly cause you uh, the excitement or the propensity to gossip? <laughs> are you in relationships that cause you dis-ease, anxiety, unknowing, discomfort, anger, lack of joy? Do you have a fake sense of joy? Are you on anti-anxiety or depression medication? All of this gives us an indicator of how we feel about ourselves, of how we're treating our temple. And it's within that that we start to understand if we have a level of respect for ourselves. Now, be brutally honest with yourself about your habits, your addictions, your behaviors, how you relate to others, how you don't relate to others. Really think about it right now and just write it down where you have some work to do and just jot it down. It's that simple. Just identify it. Boom. And if you have some obtuse things that you need to work on, like really big ones, because maybe you were kidding yourself in other incarnations or other lifetimes or other dimensions, and this time's your time to do your work. It doesn't mean that you're going to be discarded. It means, hey, you have this opportunity to look at this and master it, and that's exciting. So just write it down, anything that comes up. How do you respect yourself? Do you respect yourself? And the place where we can check in on this is in our mind. How clear is our mind? What goes on in our mind? What is our thought process? Are we in judgment of self, of others? This leads to that solar plexus. This leads to our relationship our emotional relationship with ourselves and others. And then check in with your heart. Is your heart clear? Does it feel open? And then check in with your voice. Do you have nice things to say? Is the glass half full or half empty? Do you have a lot of anger that gets displaced on others or yourself? Do you have destructive habits that affect your family life, your work life, and your own personal life with self. So by evaluating that, what we're going to do is the practice here will be, if you notice, wow, I would really like to start to clear this energy field, is we're going to make it really simple. I've taught you this in the past. Silence is a great way. Just sit in the dis-ease, the discomfort. So if you're having an anxiety attack, you're feeling depressed, rather than running for Paxil or a glass of wine or a bar of chocolate, Sit down and be with the disease. And this is going to be your breathing exercise to do in that moment if you're so out of sorts that you can't even sit down. Is I want you to take a deep breath in. Breathe with me right now. Take a deep breath in. And then release the energy through the mouth. You're going to release with the tongue. And we'll call this the lion's breath as it's taught in yoga. And we're just using English words because... That is the easiest for people to remember in this moment, and you'll understand when you do one. So take a deep breath in, 
and then exhale with the tongue. Another deep breath in, and exhale with the tongue. You can do a series of these cycles until you feel yourself come back to a calm, imagining yourself release the toxic energy, the anxiety, the emotion that's bothering you, the stress, the doubt, and the fear. Stress, doubt, and fear are our kiss of death, meaning that they will destroy us. Stress, doubt, fear. Doubt and fear pretty much lead to stress. So doubt and fear will destroy the world within us and around us. And if it doesn't get put into a balanced container or released or reconciled within ourselves, it will start to be in these pockets of our body where they don't feel comfortable or we're feeling sick or have disease or mentally we're not calm. So that's your practice for managing some of this heat. If you have a distended abdomen, I would recommend every day get up, have five to ten minutes of silence when you first wake up and then do the breath. Breathe in and out and release the breath from the abdomen. There's some other breathing exercises we can do later on in another episode, but this is just a simple breath, really big release. And then when you feel clear, if you start to get dizzy, stop. And then just soft breaths in and out of the heart. Breathing in and out. And this is going to help bring that Agni into balance and those emotions and gives us a healthy outlet for releasing our anger. And then at night, I want you to do the same thing. Sit down, release the breath, especially if you're coming home from work. Before you get out of the car, if you have a family that's greeting you, if you're not feeling so great about yourself, release that. Nothing worse than having to project this on other people that had nothing to do with it. And understand when we get into a relationship, especially when we haven't mastered something, these things are going to creep up around us. So, number one, breathing and meditation in the morning and the evening. Number two, evaluate your relationships. If, because this is where we receive emotional information, and if you're suffering from stress, anxiety, ADD, any of those attention deficit disorders, you have an imbalance in this region of the body. And a simple way to identify this is to identify the type of relationships that you have. So if you know that your attention is compromised and that your relationships, you have a lot of emotional or volatile relationships, it is best to limit the same like-minded people that you have. So it's not... A really healthy situation to have a bunch of people that are quote unquote and I'm just going to use the label having attention deficit disorder hanging out together because it exasperates itself. It's better to have the balance like the water and the fire, the yin and the yang. So to seek out that balance because your energy could also help create movement for that other person that might be more yin. Remember yin energy is gentle. It takes space and time to create and grow things if the yin energy is balanced. So to think about that, what are you attracting around you and what are those type of relationships? And do you respect yourself in those relationships? Use the example of sexual addiction. Do you allow yourself to be used sexually? This is a great example of the mother and father energy not being in balance because there's typically a disharmony in both of them. 
typically there could be a violation in both of them for a person that allows themselves to be used sexually, meaning that they have justified having many sexual partners because that keeps them from having to address, which we'll get into, the fire issue, which is a heart disharmony, and have to address becoming intimate and trusting the feminine again, that this basically creates this push-pull within this region and affects our self-worth because we both, male and female, typically do not really want to spread our energy field out to everyone, nor do we want to share that energy field with everyone. It creates a disharmony. So just evaluate your relationships. How do you honor yourself within the relationship, within the sacral, as we've talked about before, and then that will reflect back how you respect yourself, just how you physically eat, how you treat yourself in sexual relationships if you're uh, sexually active, how you treat yourself in emotionally re- emotional relationships with friends and platonic relations in your life, business, friends, family. Look at that and see if it feels balanced and healthy. If it isn't, know, okay, I have some things to look at in my solar plexus because this is where I'm taking in this emotional energy and I'm not respecting myself because I'm in relationships that are dishonoring to myself. And ultimately, when we don't honor ourselves, so if you're procreating with a lot of people and you're not feeling great about it, or maybe it's empowering you, and but you don't realize you're manipulating a bunch of people in the process to think that you're engaging with them in a certain way, Ultimately, it creates dis-ease around you, so, and then we'll create that low self-worth. So to be really, really honest, and you know, as I mentioned in the past, I've, I've worked in the music world. I've watched this happen. They'll go out, and all these women want to throw themselves, and I'm sure it happens. I haven't worked with any well-known female artists, but all these women want to throw themselves at these men, and probably vice versa, men at women, yet there's it's it's known that there's no respect there, none. The, even the the musicians will admit it. This isn't the girl they would take home to their mother. So women, do you want to be that? Men, do you want to be that? I don't think so. We're all someone's child. So be respectful. We don't have two classes of citizens here on planet Earth. We're all equal. So really think about how you want to respect that. So that's your work number two, breath work. Number two, to do an evaluation of how you respect yourself, your body, your sacral region of your body, your relationships, how do you show up. And when we don't respect ourselves, we're really not respecting that other person. We're like, we're saying, hey, use me, because I don't feel so good about myself, and I'm going to want you to participate in this cycle. We can end that if we so do choose. It's our choice, and all it takes is one of the individuals to command that respect and then it's done. And they might have to move on and find someone else to disrespect or vice versa. But once you reclaim your inner power, that will shift how the world receives you. All right? And especially if you're a parent, if you have kids, it's really important to get to a level of ease with yourself because your kids are connected to you at all times. And this is how they develop their identity and their way of relating to the world. So number two is start working on that self-worth. Show up in a way that you can respect yourself. And as I mentioned, this is how you start respecting other people. I will tell my kids, respect yourself, respect others, and have fun. 
if you feel, hey, I'm respecting myself, I can do this and it feels good to me. But if you stop and look around and say, whoa, maybe I should check in with that person and make sure that we're on the same page before we engage. Maybe I should divulge this to my spouse instead of manipulating the situation and not sharing all the information with him because I'm too afraid to be honest with him. When we start manipulating one another, we realize that we're not respecting one another because we don't even feel that there's a level of trust to be transparent. So we can see in our outside world that we have no respect for one another on a macro level because there's so much deception that's been laid out here that no one trusts anyone. And even what's going on in the unseen market, those people don't trust each other anymore. So as these layers get pulled off, this is the perfect opportunity for us to come into integrity, authenticity, and by you doing this work right now, this will set you ahead of the trajectory because we don't get to escape this. Unless they do Control-Alt-Delete, then we won't even remember any of these conversations and we'll be in a new place in space. But for right now, as it stands on this moment in space, there's not a short-circuit plan that I've found yet to uh, circumvent having to do your inner work. So from there, <clears throat> what we're going to do is we're going to take a brief break. I want you just to reflect on how you could respect yourself better in your daily life and how you can bring in some healthy ways to release any over-exasperation of heat, anger, anxiety, or stress through breath, maybe even some exercise is another great way to bring this into balance. We are going to listen to a beautiful man, Xavier Rudd, Yeshe, introduced me to his music. We're going to listen to Spirit Bird, and he kind of lays it out on the line. He's a man of integrity. He stands behind what he speaks, and he's not willing to back down. So think about that as you bring his energy into your solar plexus and how you feel that you can stand up for what you believe in within yourself and outside in the world that you are existing in. Many tribes of a modern kind doing brand 
opportunity right now here on planet earth nowhere else you don't need to go to mars to figure it out we can do it here right now so the sacral region respect as i started to share with you about how we can respect ourselves how we can respect others and how we can respect this beautiful planet that we were gifted to take care of how can we do that? I keep seeing headlines out there. Are we going to save the planet? Guess what, human species? We are not in charge of saving the planet. However, if we would like to keep our seat here on this planet, we might want to consider shifting how we operate with ourselves and each other. And this is going to be one moment at a time, unless Gaia jumps in and gives us that control-alt-delete, meaning clearing our memory bank and reminding us really quickly how to be here. So until that moment, let's look at the element of fire. We have two calls of action. One is morning meditation with breath work, releasing the heat. Also, that, that releasing of the heat will also bring up the Agni if you notice that your stagnation is low, that you don't have a lot of heat, you tend to run cold. This means that you need movement and to move that relationship. We can go either spectrum here. Our inner Agni can be too high or too low. We want to bring it perfectly balanced in the center. That way, when we're receiving this information in our emotional center, we'll be clear with our discernment with what's being what's coming in and that which we want to transmit. So if we're clear, then we're better equipped to discern the emotions that are coming in. We're better equipped not to react. We're better equipped to feel empowered about ourselves and to show up authentically for other people. So in this region, fire, the element of fire, as it is mapped out within Chinese medicine. This is a summer element. Obviously, we're hotter in the summer. Our body temperature comes up. So in Ayurveda, this will be noted too, if your pit is out of balance, is that we eat cooling foods to bring them down. And it's not by surprise in the winter. Our metabolism slows down because our inner agni is a little bit lower. We're running cooler. And we eat warm foods to bring that life force up. Now, no matter what time of year, if you run hot, then you're going to need to adjust the diet. We're knowing, oh, gosh, I have some father issues to work on. I need to bring that heat down. I need to dress cooler, eat cooling foods, and be mindful of what's going on in my intestinal tract. So the heat governs our heart and mind, and so if our... If we have healing to do with the sacral, which I, or the solar plexus and the sacral, I think we have healing to do with both the mother and the father on this planet. We all can take a little bit of responsibility to refine in these regions. We are not an enlightened society yet. And so we, this would mean that we have a heart-mind imbalance. So how do it note if you have a heart-mind imbalance, meaning your fire is not completely... Uh, in alignment with your your entire ecosystem is you have scattered and confused mind, excessive or no laughter, 
very pale face speech problems, meaning that you get confused speech, stuttering, depression, mental illness, loss of memory, poor circulation, weak spirit, aversion to heat. So this is a just check-in where the heart and mind is not in balance. Clearly we can see this in all aspects of our society. I can see it where it's existed within my own ecosystem, within my children, within my extended family. So with that, this is our opportunity to bring that into balance. And what also occurs when we have this is that there's a stagnation in our heart region. Also, the stagnation can lead to mucus to form up. So ironically enough for the show, I have a, a mucus head thing going on that I haven't had in years and years and years. So it's kind of ironic how the universe provides. So when we do this healing through this element, through the heart and the small intestines, this will bring our element of fire into balance, our relationship with our father into balance, and we will have so much more ease to actualize in our society. Now, some of you might say, well, wow, I'm going to do all this, but it's not working yet. We have to be mindful that we are one, and they say there's like 6.7 billion people on this planet. So by you taking the first step, and that creates a ripple, and then if more people start to take a step to bring that into balance, then we start to create this shift in our collective society. Now, I will point out what I notice a lot is that people with the best intentions go out and will use this with business. They go out and they think, gosh, the whole world needs this. If the whole world had this, then we would be a healthier society. But really, that's not what's going to make us a healthier society. A healthier society is going to happen when we are healthy from the inside out. So what happens is you start to get healthy, yet you still are going to work at a company that is fracking. You might feel better because there's more money in your bank account, but you're actually destroying Mother Earth. So that's an imbalance. You might decide, wow, I have this huge record deal, and I'm going to sell my soul and the the sacred mother because the mother governs sound so I can make a living. At some point, we all have to step back and say, you know what, I'm not going to participate this any way anymore. And it can be baby steps, but you have to make a decision. You may decide, you know what, I'm not going to drive anymore. I'm not going to participate in the gas game. And that's okay. Then you decide how you're going to make that happen in your life. Bit by bit, if we all start to take these stances, then we will start healing this solar plexus region of our body. We'll start healing the father energy and inadvertently healing the mother energy. They work together harmoniously. They're intended, the masculine and feminine, to dance together gracefully, not impede each other. So if we step back to ourselves, simple things, the next call of action you can do if you notice that your fire element (coughs) is out, eat cooling foods that can help to calm and focus the mind. Some foods that are really great, uh, helping you stay centered in the heart, and this will bring you centered to your little heart that is actually located at the top of your solar plexus, and that's what I call the receptor for the emotional energy that's around. So 
mushrooms. Mushrooms are a great way to become centered. <clears throat> Silicone foods, barley gruel, <laughs> oat grout, cucumber, celery, lettuce, celery, lettuce, and juice. Silicone foods uh, improve calcium metabolism and strengthen the nerve and heart tissue. Celery is this amazing food. It's really gentle on the liver. I really like to remind anyone, if you have been really toxic to your system, whether you have a liver condition or not, your liver's overworked. So one of the happiest, healthiest foods to put in our body is celery uh, and also a lot of the lettuces and kale. Make sure they're organic. Those are great foods and gentle on the liver. Fruit, mulberries, lemons, calm the mind. Also, there is jujube seeds, um, and they, they, you can actually get the little fruit. This is another one that's a, it's a, a sedative. It calms chia seed, which you might notice out on the market. It's really popular right now, sedative. Spices that calm the heart, dill, basil. They also enrich the movement of the blood. Herbs, chamomile, catnip, valerian. These are all helpful in calming the nervous system, especially if you're an insomniac. Again, I want to point out a lot of people are going crazy like with chia seeds and, I don't know, all different kinds of superfoods. Remember, this we're not in a Western mentality where we need to eat more and more and more and more. Be mindful with how much you're consuming. This is another way to notice if your father energy is exasperated and if your sacral wound is not healed. If you gorge yourself with sense pleasures and food, it's a great indicator to say, wow, I'm not consciously consuming food or the things I'm buying. Less is more. Your diet, especially if your heat is exasperated, simplify it so you can tune into what you need and what you don't need, especially if you need to do some cleansing on the liver and the heart and the the digestive tract. So there's a couple simple things that you can do, some food tips. <laughs> we'll go deeper into this later uh, about what we can do with that fire element. And with this, I just want you to think for a moment where can I start and like I said it's really that simple as one without even having to go into the outer relationships to start fine tuning yourself how you respect your emotional physical and mental and spiritual body how do you do that on a daily basis and are you willing to take the time for the practice that doesn't happen by thinking about meditating you have to take the time to meditate it doesn't take any away from your life. It's only going to add to your life. So within learning how to respect ourselves, we'll be bringing in movement, we'll be bringing in stillness, we'll be releasing with the breath, bringing in some cooling foods or potentially some heating foods if your agni is low, and then start to connect with the masculine elements of our ecosystem, which are the mountains and the sun. And if you're in a region of the world where you do not have a lot of sunlight this time of year, think about connecting with the fire, opening a fire pit, opening a candle every day, connecting with that element in its sacred form. Even at night, just lighting a candle instead of having the light on. This is a beautiful way for you to really connect and understand what it means to respect the power of of fire within yourself and outside of yourself. 
So that's how we can start respecting the sacred father in all of us and bring harmony to our planet. So we're going to exit out with one other of my musicians. They're not my musicians. I don't even know why I said that, but one of the musicians that I really love, and he walks the talk too. This is called Peace of Mind by Yeshe. And then we're going to exit out after Yeshe with Peace of Mind with String Cheese Incident. And we're going to listen to Shaking the Tree. And Michael Kang is a dear friend of mine, and I just really love this song too. So that's, it's a beautiful way to bring peace of mind, calm our heart center, clear our heart and our mind, bring our intestines into balance, and remember the mother at the same time as we shake the tree. So until next time, this is She signing out with a deep bow, a soft gaze, and a namaste.
Thanks everybody for coming out. See you tomorrow.